Lisa likes the window seat at night, the lights below that tell her she's nearly home. Then there's the lights she can't see, the runway lights we power to bring her plane safely into land. And because at Energia we also power all of Ireland's streetlights, Lisa's taxi home is that bit safer too. And no prizes for guessing who powers her house. Welcome home, Lisa. Energia, the power behind your power. Yeah, eat, sleep, fantasy, you rocking with the best. NFL fantasy football podcast. We talking mock drafts, running backs, better follow the conversation with Dale, Christian, and Armando. Screaming, eat nation, we doing what we like. Tune in every week, guarantee we get it hype. Fantasy football enthusiasts, I know you plan to be joining us on Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Yeah, Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Eat, sleep, fantasy. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Eat, Sleep, Fantasy Football Podcast, otherwise known as the Agro Crag, a fantasy football podcast. My name is Dale DeMont. Thanks for joining me. With me, as always, is Christian Brito. What's up, man? What's up, dude? Um, I'm just going to venture out and say that we're the i don't know what the hell that is dude agro crag um, i can't even continue on because i don't know what that is that, okay uh I, you may be too young uh agro crag was on nickelodeon guts it was kind of like the uh, gladiator of for kids okay and in the very end they had this final obstacle course named the agro crag it was like a mountain that they had to climb up i don't remember too much about it but i do remember the show was badass and like that show we are badass we could have just went with the word the guts or the busting guts. Yeah. yeah, we're the Nickelodeon guts. Uh, the agro crag just sounds cooler. And it's kind of, uh, not everybody knows what it is. And I'm, I'm happy that I still remember it because I have a horrible memory. Okay. Fellas and ladies, thanks for joining us. We are talking waiver wire today. A mm-hmm. uh, little bit of the weekend. We didn't do a recap of this week. No recap. Uh, I guess last week. Just because why uh, why don't we have recaps? One because, because we don't it like takes recording a lot of on Sundays. Yeah, <laughs> that too. And I think a lot of people listening kind of already by the time it's you know Monday morning or Tuesday, it's kind of time to uh, you know move on. Get yeah, just move on and let's not dwell on. Let's look forward. We Christian. We don't live in the past. We dwell. On I the have future. an amazing. I I come through. I told you the drops were coming, and I am not letting you down. Okay. Uh, So to start off the episode, let's do a little bit of this. Miami has the Dolphins, the greatest football team. We take the ball from goal to goal like no one's ever seen. Talking Super Bowl. Miami Dolphins. Okay, you can cut it off now. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> um, so that's where we're going to start? That's where we're going to start. Let's... Uh, let's right. well, so I, wait, I is watched, that even a starting point? I watched the entire Dolphin game. Good for you. That's tough. Um, I'll say a couple things about that game. Thing okay. one. I've never seen a team with the lead being actively booed by their home crowd. Oh God, you're going to abuse that 
Oh, uh, God. This is going to be bad, folks. I'm warning you. This is going to be bad. Okay. All right. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. So that's one. Two. Mm-hmm. Jay Cutler had less than 100 yards passing. Yep. Jay Cutler is the worst quarterback in the NFL right now. He should have. He should be retired. Their offensive line coach uh, was caught on video snorting cocaine yep, and has now luck. resigned. Yeah. Which is probably a good thing, actually, because, damn, that offensive line looks bad. <laughs> That's probably what was a problem. <laughs> um, and then, uh, last but not least, that game was handed to the Dolphins by the refs. Like, given to them. 14-point yeah. swing over a course of three plays in which a touchdown was called back on a bullshit penalty for the Titans. And then the Dolphins were given a touchdown on a bullshit uh, called fumble that was not a fumble. So, right. And I'm yeah. a Dolphins fan saying all this. So all right. I got to say is the worst 2-2 two and two team ever. Historically bad offense. But the defense looks good. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> defense was great yesterday. Against uh, Matt Castle. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, I'm really quick, I want to thank everybody for joining us on the French Friday free show. Uh, we appreciate everybody joining us and calling us in, calling us. It was awesome. I think it was probably one of our better episodes that we've done to date. Uh, we had some awesome callers. Uh, good time. I mean, just overall, it was it was just fun to record. And I mean, we went on for two hours just talking football, talking shit with our you know our listeners and it was a lot of fun we're going to try to do it again this friday if schedules allow um i kind of want to talk about a couple things really quick okay okay i i i we are asked a lot of sit and start questions okay we can't get them all right right there's just no way so you're going to talk about the Tyrell Williams Devontae Adams thing yeah i don't know why you i don't understand one i don't understand why you answer Tyrell Williams to that question? Two, I don't understand why that guy's not looking at my rankings to answer that question. I the crazy thing is on my rankings, I'm pretty sure I had Devontae Adams ahead of Tyrell Williams as well. Uh at the time, Dale, I would, who did I say was a buy for the rest of the season starting this week? Yes, but this soon. Yes, he's fine. Yeah, well, obviously, <laughs> Mr. Hindsight, <laughs> not Mr. Hindsight, Mr. Foresight. <laughs> I had to stop for a second and think. What's uh, what's the <laughs> opposite? The opposite. The uh, anyways. So yes, I antonym? look. I, it hurt me as much as it hurt the guy that I suggested, Tyrell Williams. I had a good feeling about Philip Rivers coming alive in this game, and he did three touchdowns. Unfortunately, two of those were to Melvin Gordon. I was really expecting a better day out of Keenan Allen and Tyrell Williams. They just didn't get it. So. My apologies. We can't get them all right. We try. You know, I did like Adam Humphreys, and he did outscore uh, Mike Evans in Standard League. So, I'll take that. Oh, wait, hold on. Can I? I don't know. Hold I, on. Since I, we're bringing, since this is going to be, uh, the title of this show is going to be uh, Waiver Wire and Excessive Drops, apparently. Yeah, Because uh, sure. we're, since we're doing that. Um, Armando says I've been harping on this and I feel like I, it's deservedly so, mm-hmm. um, since Armando said that Duke Johnson doesn't ever score, he scored every week. Yeah. So I'm just going to continue saying 
uh, that was a good call for me on Duke Johnson, you know, breaking out a little bit this year. There you go. I'm not sure if we're allowed to use that. I'm not sure either. We're like, we're going to get sued. Probably. <laughs> At some point or another, somebody's going to sue us for something. <laughs> right. But more likely, it's going to be like a lawsuit against you for sexual harassment. Yeah. Uh, we probably me. won't get sued by like Little Dicky or DJ Khaled. We're going to get sued by the guy who makes this. Somewhere he's listening and he's trying to make money off that drop. And so uh, I don't think I got that one for free either. Can you stop playing drops now? It's excessive. Yes. Okay, okay. No more. Just no more. No more. I no really more. wish I had the controls, though. I'll be honest. Because <laughs> every time you made a prediction, I would just give you the horn. <laughs> hey, Dale. Um, I need a sound that describes your pick of Tyrell Williams over Devontae Adam. Uh, let's see. Hold on. You got this. Okay. Thanks for the comedic... Oh, that one. Oh man, let's just move on. The horn, oh, man. Horn. You know what I'm talking about. Let's just move on. Do you suck at this? Really? That's the sound. <laughs> Sorry, I'm letting you know my arsenal here. <laughs> so you play it all day long on Fridays. Whatever, man. Let's move on. I'm sorry. I hate you so much. Sorry, sorry. Way to not know how to play drops for the comedic purpose and just have drops for the purpose of stupid sounds. You are the mm, donuts. That one, that one's there too. So next time you talk about donuts, bam, I'll be ready. Oh man, this is gonna be fun. Uh, to all our listeners, I apologize. We are already probably nine minutes into this podcast, and you've heard almost all my drops. So congratulations. All right, I let's really get right into the waiver wire. Right into it. Yeah, absolutely. Let's get right into it, Dale. Why no not? No bullshit. This episode. Absolutely not. Let's just jump straight headfirst. No drops, <laughs> no bullshit, no sidetracking, right into the waiver wire and players that we need to own. That's right. Go ahead. All right. All right. Let's go. All right. Let's start off by talking about some quarterbacks here. If Deshaun Watson is still available for some reason, he's become a very startable streamer. Startable almost streamer. almost you- startable week to week, right? He No, no, no. Listen. Since he came on in the second half, so starting in game two, from game two onwards, he's the number one player in fantasy. Very nice. That's crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. So you can't, is, are you... can't expect, you know, five touchdown weeks every week, or can you? Like, that's now back-to-back weeks. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, Against a very good... Kansas City defense. Um, Alex Smith is the number one player in fantasy. I don't. I, I never thought I'd be saying that, but Alex Smith played a full, you know, half a game more. Yeah. Um, but man, Deshaun Watson, twelve touchdowns in four and a half games. That's yeah. pretty fucking impressive. Twelve passing touchdowns, fourteen total touchdowns already on the season. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Kevin Hogan looked pretty good. I'm not picking him up, but I just wanted to mention Kevin Hogan because I don't think we've ever talked about him on this podcast. Okay. All right. Going into running backs. I don't know why you mentioned uh, guy that, Hogan. Huh? Wait, we're not going to talk about any other quarterbacks? Go ahead. Who do you have? Um, 
I think Brissett has been consistent enough that you can own him. And, sure. well, it's a guy that I like specifically for this week. He's playing the Titans. Um, <laughs> I know what happened with Jay Cutler this week. But just look at every other quarter, normal quarterback that's played the <laughs> Titans. Don't let the Dolphins skew that at all because the Dolphins, for the love of God, you know, can't score on offense. Um, their offense has three touchdowns. Their defense has one. Like that's that's the, that's it. That's all they've done all season. Um, so I think Brissett, three hundred and fourteen yards this past week. Also ran it in for a touchdown. Pretty good streaming option. Like honestly, um, for sure. But that's a guy you can pretty much if you're in a, some sort of waiver uh, fab budget, you can bet a, put a dollar or two and you'll be fine. You don't really have to actually put him on your waivers you can probably wait till they clear and then pick them up for this week yep okay yeah that's a good good suggestion that's all, all right okay everybody else uh, everybody else at the quarterback position if you want them you could probably just wait until after waivers clear good good enough elijah mcguire with forte still kind of hobbled didn't play last week he was out Bilal powell left the game early yep strained his calf Elijah McGuire, I know he didn't do well. He only had 20 yards last game. I think he had like two yards a carry, which sucked. Right, 11 carries. But the what's the promising number there? Not the 20 yards, but the 11 carries. Yeah, yeah. It's playing the Pats. Their defense has shown that they are very vulnerable um, to pretty much everything. Passing, running, pass-catching backs. Um, Matt Forte... Still banged up, like you mentioned, and uh, I think he has flex appeal for as long as he's, you know, the guy that uh, that's out there for the Jets. We'll see yeah. what happens with uh, with Powell, but I, I like him. Um, yeah. We'll I just too. keep an eye out on Powell's injury situation. Schedule yes. coming up yeah. is nice. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He has Patriots, and then he plays the Dolphins at Miami, so. Pretty good looking schedule for Elijah McGuire. I like him this week. These are not by these are not by order, really. I at least I didn't write these in order. Okay. But um I think he's one of the top priorities here. If you need a running back, definitely give you some depth. I like Aaron Jones too. I don't know about season long, but Aaron Jones had a very nice day, over a hundred yards rushing and a touchdown on nineteen carries. Christian, guess how many uh Guess how many 100-yard games Ty Montgomery had with the Packers? We're going to steal this stat. I know this stat. One. He has one yeah, career 100-yard game. Yep. Aaron Jones, one start, one 100-yard game. So they're even right now. I think Aaron Jones is going to eat up into Ty Montgomery's usage. Mm. I mean, they, they use Ty Montgomery way too much anyways. I know Armando was saying this a couple of podcasts ago that it was unsustainable. Maybe it is. They have Aaron Jones, and it seemed like he was running very well. Uh, with that offensive line so uh, Aaron Jones definitely a pickup as long as Ty Montgomery's out when they come back I wouldn't be surprised if it's running back by committee what do you think Uh, I think Aaron Jones is a great starter for as long as he's playing and Ty Montgomery who I've been down on for quite a while um, will get most of his job back once he comes back I you know running back by committee is you know a strong term but i mean that's what a lot of teams do anyways it just depends on how how you see that workload division ty montgomery is still going to get 65 percent of the work and what was he getting before 75 percent of it sure uh, maybe they lessen his load just a little bit but i don't think aaron jones is a guy that's going to completely usurp him 
even though I don't think Ty Montgomery is a typical running back in the NFL, nor should he be realistically a starter. Um, they just do things differently in Green Bay. Uh, but Aaron Jones seems like he's good. Jamal Williams is, you know, not a guy that you would, I don't, I don't think he's really worth much unless both guys banged up. Um, but Montgomery might miss a couple more weeks. So just keep rolling Aaron Jones out there for as long as Montgomery is out. Yeah. I mean, the Packers play the Vikings and the Saints and they have their bye. If Aaron Jones continues to play well, they're not going to rush Ty Montgomery back. I wouldn't be surprised if this allows Ty Montgomery to get healthy after the bye week. Um, so you're looking at another three weeks until you see Ty Montgomery back. That's just my hunch. I have no real inside information. I'm not an insider. I just pretend to be one. With uh, with as much fantasy football talk as we do, whether it's Periscope, whether it's Twitter, whether it's the podcast, whether it's our you know chats privately with our writers or our fantasy groups, I'm not sure where I said this, but I remember saying that I liked Javorius Allen more than Alex Collins, and it seems like they went back to Javorius Allen again this week. Now, I also remember saying that you can't trust the Baltimore Ravens' backfield, and it's going to continue being inconsistent from week to week. But Allen is the guy that's going to get some of the carries and all of the catches, and he's a guy that is still out there in leagues. I I don't get why, because I know it's going to be inconsistent, but at the running back position, he's going to give you some boom games and I think, you know, with the Bears, maybe not the week against the Vikings, but the week after that against the Dolphins, you've got two out of three good matchups, pass catching back. He'll give you some production week to week, and some weeks will be boom weeks. I like Buck Allen. Yeah, uh, I was an Alex Collins believer, actually, this week, and I was uh, humbled. I don't know what the word is, what the right word is, but I was mad and uh, that... Alex Collins didn't get the nod and get more carries. I mean, he did He did well, and he had over four... I'm talking about Alex Collins here. He had over four and a half yards of carry on just 12 carries. It's not enough to be an effective running back in this league in fantasy football. So, yeah, you're right. It is Buck Allen's game. Um, For now, but again, this is kind of what Baltimore does. They will continue to mix in both guys fairly heavily. I just like Allen because you got the you know, the option of the catches on top of the carries. Sure. They'll they'll go uh, with the hot hand, and it's just Allen had the hot hand this week with his, you know, 4.6 yards carry. Right. Uh, there's two more running backs I want to talk about, Burrito, um, and if you want to talk about any after that, feel free to. The New York Giants backfield kind of seems like Orleans Darkwa. Darkwa is, I guess, the guy to own there. Wayne Gallman is not a bad PPR option. I think he finished right. in the top 15 this week in PPR. But, right. man, they have the Broncos and Seahawks coming up before they're by. Yeah. And like I said, I'm just like, you know, you mentioned nobody on the Ravens to trust. There's nobody that's working behind this offensive line that you're going to trust. Um, They're not going to be able to move the ball well now with Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, sidelined. This is, this is going to be a mess. For me, when you waste a waiver pick on a running back, it's usually because you want a running back that can do one of two things. Can win you your league, which usually happens because of injury or, you know, trends early in the season. Or it's a guy that you can kind of plug in and trust from week to week as maybe a flex or an RB2. The New York Giants situation is going to be neither. Yeah, Like, I don't... I 
from week to week, you're neither getting a guy who's going to win your league nor a guy that you can trust week to week. So while a lot of people are saying these are waiver wire guys to add, the reason that I want to talk about them is because I think they're waiver wire guys to avoid. Uh, and that's exactly why I brought them up. Good point. And in the next three weeks, you, you're not going to start them. Broncos, Seahawks, and then bye. You're not going to start them there. So you're going to be wasting your waiver wire pick or some fad bub fab budget on somebody that you're not going to play for four weeks that's a quarter of the year so stay away the other guy i want to talk about and again you can add people beyond this i also really quarter still of your year maybe because you're not making the playoffs <laughs> i really really still like andre ellington am i alone I, here am i alone yes. on the love for andre ellington a little bit all right i mean he hasn't gotten a touchdown yet right. but the dude catches passes as long as this offensive line struggles Carson Palmer is going to continue dumping down to him. I think he's a solid flex. I think almost week to week you can start in, in a PPR league. You can start him in a flex position every week. RB2 with buys and all that stuff coming up. I like him. I like Andre Ellington. Okay. I'm sorry. I got distracted by uh, by Curtis tweeting at us. Fucking Curtis. I like that guy. Told you I was read about Gurley. All right, move on. Can I get that drop again? Which one? That I was right. Nah, just suck on my dick. Suck on my own dick. Nice. All right. <laughs> um, I think your love for Ellington is a little bit high. Sure. You're looking solely at the passes and the pass catching ability and the targets. Um, you know that might be my argument for Allen, but you have to also incorporate um, offense other carries other uses and um i don't know i i can't i can't stay with you with the love for ellington man can't do it okay fair enough but he's a guy uh, that if you were if you were gonna add him it's ppr only i can't do it in standard at all right yeah uh standard's a little tougher ppr for sure ppr i would waiver him i would i would add him if it's a full ppr league i would add andre ellington mm-hmm. to my team mm-hmm. as a guy like i mentioned before that maybe you could plug in as an rb2 or a flex option from week to week right he's gonna get enough he's gonna get enough catches you know five or six catches in a game where that'll be that will sustain you by itself i mean his last three games 59 yards receiving 86 yards receiving 65 yards receiving yep. he plays tampa bay and la next before his bye then he goes and plays San Francisco right after his bye. So that's good matchups. Yeah. I like him. I mean, he caught nine of ten targets last week. Okay. So if you had to, let's say you have a budget, you have a $100 waiver uh, free agent acquisition budget. Uh, how much would you spend on him in a PPR league? And then how much would you spend on him in a standard league? Uh, standard league, you're looking at minimal. Uh, yeah, and a $200 budget. You know, you're maybe wasting two bucks on them, I think. Right. Uh, PPR, I would say as much as 5%, 5 to 10%, maybe too much. Okay. But definitely, I'd spend six maybe or seven, two bucks on them. Six or seven bucks on him in a waiver, in a PPR league, I think is very fair. I would do that. Yeah, I think that's a steal. Yeah. As right. high as maybe if you think somebody else might be putting a bid, nine or ten bucks. Sure, fair enough. Depends on your team need. Like you really need to run. If you're Armando and you're fucking starting Deontay Foreman every week, f- yeah, spend ten, twelve bucks on putting in Andre Ellington, and you're gonna get Frank Gore numbers every week just because he's catching the passes. But still, it's it's something you could put in there. 
Yeah, with some it's going to be really interesting. Next podcast that touches and targets, uh, you're going to be really interested to see the breakdown of snaps between Foreman and Lamar Miller. Crazy. Yeah. I actually, before we get into some wide receivers here, Christian, mm-hmm. I want to talk about Lamar Miller. Okay. Very interesting play. Uh, he won me my matchup in our league of record last night by maybe five yards, I think something like that. Something stupid. Right. Uh, I understand he's playing Cleveland next. I still think Cleveland is a porous defense. They're going to lose games, obviously, because they lose every game they play. But there's some people out there thinking the Cleveland Browns have a legit run defense. I I just want to talk about their their schedule, the people they played. I understand they played Pittsburgh Week One, and they've done they contain Le'Veon Bell pretty decent. It took Bell a couple games. He was held out for the the off season anyways. Right. And uh so they contained Le'Veon Bell and then they played a bunch of really soft running teams. Right. Let me see. I don't think uh, that they're a good run defense. I think you're starting Lamar Miller with confidence this week. Am I uh, crazy for thinking this or are they actually a really good run defense? I mean, just just to not, recap, after they're Pittsburgh, they're not they, a bad but, run defense, but they're actually bottom half. When you yeah. adjust, uh, when you adjust for matchups, they're still a bottom half run defense. Right, right. I mean, you're they they played Baltimore, Indianapolis, Cincinnati, and the New York Jets. So let's not talk about how awesome their uh, their run defense is. They play Houston, Tennessee, and Minnesota next. I'm not trusting their run defense on any of those games, especially Houston. I think Houston's going to run all over them. Hey, you got a breaking news drop or anything like that? Oh yeah, yeah. That's our that's our drop. That's it. It is. It is now. <laughs> Can I get it one more time? Because it was very lackluster. Okay. Oh, hold on, hold on. I might have another one. Uh... Just give me the same one again, man. Okay, okay, okay. All right, we got an alert coming out that it is expected that running back Elijah McGuire. Is that his name, Elijah? Yeah, Elijah McGuire. Okay, Eli McGuire. Because this is Eli on the alert, so I just okay. said Elijah, but I got confused for a second. I was like, okay, 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 hold okay. sure. on, hold on, hold on, do it again. Hashtag Jets running back Eli McGuire is going to get a heavy workload versus the Pats. They have a hard time seeing Powell playing with a calf strain this week. Wow. Yep, there you go. That's why it's good to have this breaking news. Uh-huh. I really uh really wish I could get another shot at doing that. Okay, okay, go. Okay. Hold on. Pick up McGuire, guys. He's going to get a lot of work. <laughs> this has been uh, your news report. Do you think um McGuire would be one of the major keys in uh in this week? Major key alert. I got keys, keys, keys. I got so many buttons please stop it's excessive dale okay okay okay. i love it but i'm sure we've pissed off so many people already i want to take a second and actually address this because i feel like we have to okay um i understand that we go away from fantasy sometimes i understand that fantasy football is sacred to a lot of people that sports are sacred but you guys need to understand what our show is um, because we we want to break the mode a little bit. We want to have fun. 
with what we're doing. We want to have fun with fantasy football. And we want to bring you the news. We want to bring you these waivers. We want to bring you some ideas. Um, we we think we have good ideas, but we want to wrap that coat that and, you know, frost it with some fun, with some interesting uh, games, with some drops, and just uh, present it in a way that it's enjoyable for our listeners. That's the reason we have Friday live shows and Periscopes and all this stuff to answer your questions is we want you guys to engage with us and, and have fun with it. Also, if you want to be that guy that's just too much of a stickler, you know, just stick to football, maybe we're not the right show for you. And that's okay if we're not the right show for you. Just stop leaving us fucking negative reviews. (laughs) (laughs) We get it. I'm sorry. All right. We can get back. That that was a good uh, little rant that I needed to do earlier in the show. But yeah, (laughs) I love I love the listeners that get us. Yeah. Yeah. And I still love the people that don't, but go away. <laughs> All right. So, uh, but still I download because we need the ratings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Download, yeah. subscribe. Just, you don't have to listen or review us. Don't okay. review us if you don't. And also, if you like our show, if you claim to like our show, right? We got a lot of people that claim to like our show and call in and ask questions. This is a two way street. You could drop us some good reviews and stuff. You know, we could use the <laughs> support to. Balance out and outweigh those people that really fucking hate us. Yeah, look, we're not even asking for money. He's asking. Well, for a we bit are asking. We are. At, let me correct that. We are asking for money, but first, before <laughs> you, before you give us money, we are still thirty thousand dollars shy on our goal to buy eatnation.com. Oh, well, hold on. Is it thirty thousand dollars website? Isn't it thirty five thousand? Yeah. Oh, is it thirty five thousand? Okay, so well, we're 30, we haven't raised any money. Let me just say we're thirty four thousand nine hundred ninety five dollars short. Somebody said they would drive drop a fiver on us. Oh yeah, I can't yeah. remember if that. yeah if Armando got his shit together. Yeah, there we go. Cool. <laughs> All right. So some of the wide receivers, there's not a ton actually uh, that I, me personally, in any of my leagues, I'm picking up. Uh, Roger Lewis is intriguing. Yeah. Uh, the wide receiver at the New York Giants, probably the last one remaining. Uh, with Eldo Odell Beckham Jr. and Dwayne Harris out. We don't really know about Brandon Marshall yet. Sterling Shepard. Sterling Shepard, of course. Um, it's it's going to be Their tough. entire receiving core was depleted by injuries Yes. in the course of two quarters. Yeah, yeah. It was so, crazy. Yeah. I'm not sure how much I'm using Roger Lewis, but he's interesting. Uh, they have to if they're if they have to throw the ball, they're gonna have to throw it to somebody. Unfortunately, you know like Buck Allen, they're playing the Broncos and Seahawks next before their bye. So if you want to take a stab at somebody to just have on the back of your roster, you'd never know. Hey, Roger Lewis could be the next big thing. We don't know. We haven't seen a lot of him on the field. But uh I mean he did get a touchdown in his in his play last week, so you never know. He might be a diamond in the rough. So if you can get them cheap, and if you have room on your roster, why not? Yep. All right. Uh, I guess one other guy that I have written down here that I think is relevant is Juju Juju Smith-Schuster. Okay. Uh, he he's hasn't done great. He's Bryant. had two, yeah, two touchdowns in the last four games, but he's slowly, like you said, he's he's playing better than Martavis Bryant. Yeah. 